0: Welcome to Smart Poker Study, brought to you by ThePokerForge.com. I'm your coach, Sky Matsuhashi, and this is the podcast for profitable play and study strategies. Along with those, I give you action steps to take because action is the greatest teacher. My goal is to turn you, my student, into the player that you want to be on your poker journey, one step at a time. Let's do this. So I'm really excited about today's podcast episode because I've been thinking about uh poker mindset and tilt and the mental game, all that kind of stuff. And I looked back through my various books and I found a really good chapter that I totally forgot I had written. It's chapter two of how to study poker volume one. And uh the chapter itself is called characteristics of great poker minds. And so I'm going to play for you this chapter. Now, I, I'm really excited about this because uh, there are four characteristics of great poker minds, and I describe each of those kind of mindsets that you should have as you're playing, as you're studying poker, as you're just, you know, pursuing your poker journey. But I also give you action steps for each mindset uh, or mindset characteristic to help you develop that as, a, uh, as an ongoing characteristic, as an ongoing way that you think, that you perceive, that you use as you're playing poker. So just imagine if you know, you're able to take action and turn yourself into a more patient and persevering player, maybe take action to become a little bit more open-minded in your studies. Uh, also, what if you could uh, take action and train yourself to be more observant, of all the information at the tables, more calculating, and you can also train yourself to make the best plays always and forgo those plays that you know are bad, like calling when you shouldn't call, but you just can't help but do it anyway, right? So that's what I'm hoping you get out of this episode, four awesome poker mindsets along with four action steps for you to take. Excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) Yep, so be like Sheriff Bart. Whip out your poker journal right now because you're going to want to take notes. At a minimum, you're going to want to take note on the four different action steps to help you develop the four different mindsets I'm going to be talking about. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, go to smartpokerstudy.com pod328. And if you have a friend who has some poker mindset issues, definitely send them there. smartpokerstudy.com pod328. Alrighty, here is the audiobook chapter from How to Study Poker Volume 1, chapter number two, Gambate! Everybody stay calm! I can handle this, no problem. I know how to deal. License and registration, please. What seems to be the officer problem? Chapter two, Characteristics of Great Poker Minds. Quote, if your mind is strong, all difficult things will become easy. If your mind is weak... All easy things will become difficult. Chinese Proverb The greatest poker minds share some key characteristics. Players and coaches, like Alexander Assassinato Fitzgerald, James Splitsuit Sweeney, and Chris Mormon1Mormon, exemplify the modern poker professional. They demonstrate patience and perseverance with how long and hard they have worked in poker to achieve all they have. They're obviously open-minded and continue to learn and work on their game, not settling on and doggedly sticking to old ideas that once worked. They have observant and calculating minds, not just regarding the mathematics of poker, but they demonstrate their ability to adjust to changing players and table dynamics. And lastly, they're more concerned with making the best play rather than the growth of their bankroll or the results from their most recent session. These players all see poker for what it is, a skill game that requires constant work and refinement to become a top player and to stay relevant for many years. I would bet that Fitzgerald, Sweeney, and Mormon were not born with all of these characteristics. These characteristics can be developed over time and with concentrated effort. Which of us started life as a patient little kid? Nobody I know of. What about open-minded? Probably not, as evidenced by my kids always telling me, No dad, that's not right. Great observation and calculation come via accumulated experiences while pursuing one overarching goal. And the drive for ignoring our baser, more anger-fueled, tilty instincts comes with time and many struggles. Maybe you have one or more of these characteristics already deeply ingrained in your behaviors. Maybe you're missing all four. Whatever the case, understanding how they work within a great poker mind is step one to putting them in place within your own thought process. The first characteristics of great poker minds, patient and persevering. It takes years of dedicated study and practice to develop a solid and eventually great poker game. Years comprised of thousands of hours spent playing the game over hundreds of thousands of hands, hours and hours of time reviewing hands and judging the profitability of plays made, and time spent discussing poker with other like-minded individuals. No great poker player, nor anybody who has earned lasting acclaim in business, sports, acting, or any other endeavor, made it without an incredible amount of hard work. You work when you don't want to. You work when it hurts. You work when your friends are out partying. You don't do this because you're going to be successful tonight, or next week, or even next month. You do this because you have a force propelling you forward, and you have the patience to work harder than most for greater rewards down the line. Great poker minds can persevere through any storm because they trust in the skills they've developed, and they know that in the long run, their skills will prevail. They are not short-term results-oriented, so they don't allow small setbacks to affect them. Yes, suckouts and terrible play getting rewarded still feels terrible, but they can quickly look beyond that at the profitable road ahead. Your job as a poker student is to have the understanding that being a world-class player will only result from years of hard work through study and play, and putting lessons learned into action. Every journey starts with a single step, then another, and another. Thousands of steps, or hours spent studying and playing the game, fill your journey to poker professionalism. Be positive, and know that rewards will come to those who dedicate themselves to the study of poker. Action step number two, patient and persevering. At the end of your next five poker play sessions, before you look at your bankroll and count your wins or losses, rate your session play. Would you give yourself an A for great decisions, opponent reads, and choices made? Or do you deserve an F for going on tilt, random button clicking, and spewing chips? While results do matter in the long term, what matters in the short term is the quality of your play, the decisions you make, and the work you're putting into improving your skills. There's going to be more on rating your play in Chapter 5. The next characteristic of Great Poker Minds, open-minded. The Great Poker Mind is not set in its ways. It never says, that's impossible, or that would never work. It does not doggedly stick to old ideas and plays and strategies. Times they are a-changing is never more applicable than to the world of poker. This is a characteristic that I've always admired about Alex Assassinato Fitzgerald, a coach who I've interviewed twice for the podcast. He's spoken many times about his openness to new ideas and the time and effort he dedicates to determining the profitability of any play or action at the tables. He's spoken many times about his openness to new ideas and the time and effort he dedicates to determining the profitability of any play or action at the tables. He's recounted the story of discovering that it can be profitable to open and fold a Sub 10 Big Blind Stack. This seemed a crazy idea at the time but an MTT player named Pisagno was showing mad profits by making plays like this. Everyone dismissed him, but Alex took the time to run the numbers and found for himself that Pisagno was on mathematically sound footing. With this story, Alex demonstrated that he does something that many other players will not do. Instead of dismissing a play as idiotic and reckless, he'll go home, analyze the situation, run the numbers, and come to a logical conclusion for himself. Along with being open-minded, great poker players are not naysayers. 2012's biggest online winner won $3.6 million, an insane amount that people thought was borderline impossible to achieve. But even more insane is that the following year, Nicholas ragen 70 Heinecker did almost double that when he won a whopping $6.3 million online. Similarly, achieving Supernova Elite status on PokerStars used to be the holy grail for grinders. It would often take the full 365 days in a year to achieve. But Andrew, AZN tracker Lee, accomplished it in just two months back in 2011. An amazing feat! As evidenced by these stories, Fitzgerald, Heinecker, and Lee are open-minded, but they're also growth-minded individuals. Growth-minded individuals don't shy away from activities or goals because they fear failure. Quite the opposite. Growth-minded individuals tackle new tasks because A... They want to test themselves, and B, they're willing to fail because they know that within failure lies success. If one only attempts things that they know they can accomplish, they'll never improve. Failure pushes you to learn from your mistakes, to work on necessary skills that will propel you beyond your current limitations. Quote: I failed my way to success. Thomas Edison. Your task as a poker player is to always be open to new ideas, to dissect them and run the math yourself to test the validity don't listen to others who tell you the quote-unquote rules of poker. The only rules in poker are what hands beat what and the order of play around the table. Other than that, you do what you want. The only limits to what you can accomplish are those you set for yourself. So keep that open mind and strive to overcome new challenges. Action step number three, open-minded. Over your next five sessions, Tag or make note of all hands where you feel your opponent made a tactical or mathematical mistake. Review the mathematics involved, the situation and the players yet to act, and see if a logical explanation for how your opponent played exists. The next characteristics of great poker minds, always observant and calculating. Great poker minds are dedicated to problem solving. They use necessary tools and years of experience to find what plays may work in a given situation. A simple question a player may ask is, how often does my c-bet bluff have to work? The calculating player would answer with, first you are betting one half pot, so that needs to work 33% on its own, which is the bet divided by the total pot equals that 33%. Now let's dive deeper, assign your opponent a range, enter it and your whole cards in Flopzilla, and determine what your opponent will call or re-raise with. If your calculations say he'll fold more often than your bet sizing says it must, then you're printing money in the long run with this play. If not, what can we adjust to make this play profitable? A great poker mind dives deep into problems, runs the math, and uses imagination and problem-solving skills to figure out how to make a situation profitable. What tweaks to ranges, whole cards, and what player types can change this situation into a winning one? I truly admire this aspect of poker pro and coach James Splitsuit Sweeney. He demonstrates his ultra-observant nature in the way he discusses poker and the questions he's always asking himself as he breaks down hands and analyzes his opponent's play. He uses these observations to devise strategies to exploit their weaknesses and tendencies. Over time, he uses these exploits on multiple opponents as he always looks for players susceptible to any given exploit. To be ever-observant and calculating, your task is to think logically in solving every problem, and to think outside of the box when necessary. If you find yourself thinking, I can't figure out what this guy's weakness is, then it's time to dive into a hand history review on just this one opponent. View every one of his hands and his statistics, and do not give up until you find a weakness you can exploit. Everyone has a chink in the armor, and it's your job to find it. Action step number four always observant and calculating. Over the next five sessions, make it a goal to learn from every showdown you see. What hands did they play and how did they play them? Did their actions tell you the strength of the hand they were holding? What notes could you make on the players to help you exploit them in the future? The final characteristic of great poker minds strives to make the best plays always. A great poker mind realizes that poker is a long-term game of profitable decision-making, and the one who makes the best decision most of the time will come out a winner. If an opponent exhibits a particular weakness, then it's your job to find a way to exploit that weakness on the flop, turn, or river. There's always a way is a common mantra of great poker minds. I've not had the opportunity to interview Chris Mormon1Mormon yet, but Through interviews I've listened to, it's plain that this is one of his outlooks on poker. As an MTT player, variance is a real issue, and Mormon One understands this and does not let it affect him anymore. Once he considers all the factors in a given decision, he uses these to determine the correct action, then takes it, but does not regret any negative outcome. How can he? He was working with the best information at the time of the decision, He utilized his experiences to decide, and made the play he felt was most profitable. There's nothing to fault, and the outcome, whether positive or negative, is simply something to accept. Your task is to put together all that you've learned, analyze each situation with your experiences and lessons in mind, make a decision, and take action. You cannot ask for more than that from yourself. If you do this properly, you will have no regrets in your poker career. Action step number five, strive to make the best plays always. Over the next five play sessions, tag or take notes on every hand where you felt you made a mistake. Review these hands, note the mistakes and why they happened, then commit yourself to not making them again. Note the lessons learned on a sticky note or in your poker journal and review these at the start of each session to remind yourself of what you're working on. And sticky notes are discussed in chapter 18, and journaling is discussed in chapter 11. Well, I hope you enjoyed that chapter, and I hope even more that you take action with all four of those action steps that you just heard. Speaking of taking action, I have to thank a couple of poker peeps who took action and purchased Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. They are David Luke. Thomas Prost, Rajesh Patel, Nathan Kressler, Mark Furness, Jeremy Linsky, Carlos Trevino, Manfred, Mick O'Brien, Michael Kane, Kyle Mollering, and Blair Ames. You guys know I, I am all about online poker and utilizing Poker Tracker for not just for the HUD, but to study your hands, to find your leaks, to plug your leaks all that jazz. So you went to smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4. That's all one word, Poker Tracker 4 with the number four at the end. You purchased Poker Tracker 4 through that link, and by doing so, you supported the show. And of course, in appreciation of that support, I sent you my smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. Once again, thanks everybody. And if you're looking to get Poker Tracker 4 for yourself, smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4. Alrighty, poker peeps, your learning isn't complete until you visit the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 328. You get links to everything I've mentioned in the podcast today. And I also want to remind you, we have an upcoming $75 guaranteed tournament on America's Cards Room, Saturday, the 13th of March, 6pm Pacific Standard Time, running it a little bit later in the day. It's a $3.30 buy-in, re-entry, 40-minute late reg, 8-minute levels, and this is important. Password is smartpokerstudy, all one word and all lowercase, smartpokerstudy. For more information, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash Tournament. And if you want 2021 to be your best poker year ever, you have got to become a member of thepokerforge.com. There are eight masterclass courses with a ninth coming pretty darn soon. This is the strategy and the training and the action steps that you need on your profitable poker journey. Once again, thepokerforge.com. And until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.